Welcome to the Hyatt 9 News Hour, where you will hear from cannabis industry experts and professionals from around the country talk about important topics while shining light on global issues and discussing cannabis as it relates to politics, regulation and reform, data and technology, science, research and medicine, family and parenting, art, celebrities and entertainment, fitness, sports, mental health and wellness, and plant-based medicines and entheogenics. Together, we are building a stronger community, fighting the stigma and creating change. With your hosts, Jason Beck and Rico Lamite, joined by special industry expert correspondents from around the country and daily antics brought to you by Cannabis. Coming to you live every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time and high noon on the East Coast. And thank you all for getting high at 9 with us. Oh, yeah. Good morning, everybody. Hope everyone is having an amazing day. That's right. It's Tuesday, June 27th, and today is National Onion Day, National Sunglasses Day, National Orange Blossom Day, and here's an important one, everyone. It's also National HIV Testing Day, International Pineapple Day. Gretchen, you're going to love this. It's National Ice Cream Cake Day. Shout out to Baskin Robbins, as well as National PTSD Awareness Day and Micro, Small, and Medium Enterprises Day. So shout out to all of the micro, small, and medium enterprises out there. Thank you for joining us and getting high at nine with us. It's also high noon on the East Coast. And please remember to like, share, and subscribe to us on all social media platforms. Use that fancy little QR code right there in the top-hand corner of your screen to see where we live at on the Internet. And we're live every Monday through Friday on YouTube. And YouTube, and uh, we're normally would be audio only on uh, Twitter spaces, but we will not be on Twitter spaces today. We will resume that tomorrow. Um, so without further ado... We are going to kick it off with the dope dad who is experiencing some color dis- disorientation today. That's right. I mean, still looks just the same, Rico, to me. You don't look like Barney. I can tell you that much. Even though I'm still black. Even though your even black. even though your outfit does look pretty Barneyish to me. That's right. It's the dope dad himself dressing up as Barney, Rico Lemeet. No matter what color they paint me, I'll always be a black man, Jason. Are you, trying, that. are you trying to be Prince in Purple Rain right now? Are you trying to get for the remake? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> we can keep it rocking, though. Prince is an icon. But uh, my story is coming down from Canada, America's hat. And uh, this Sunday, notable Toronto-based CIBC capital markets analyst John Zam- uh, Zampero wrote, That even if the U.S. were to legalize marijuana, it would be no savior for canopy growth, which is burning cash despite multiple cost-cutting programs. Zampero uh, then dramatically trimmed his price target on canopy stock to 45 Canadian cents, down from 50 cents, writing that its debt worries are no paranoia. Sorry, let snicker a little bit there. Uh, I got no video audio sourcing on this one, so all I can hear when I read uh, these quotes from Canadian financial analysts is Terrence and Phillip. But moving on, the, the comments come after Canopy acknowledged last Thursday in their most recently released annual report ongoing concerns that it may not be able to continue operations and meet financial obligations. Last week, the company was seen as a uh, in the company once seen as a, an invincible corporate force and model for possible things to come in cannabis, um, they just might be waving the white flag. Let's take a trip back in time. Back in April 2019, cannabis growth was on the top of the world with a market valuation of $19 billion. The Ontario-based giant was officially the biggest company in cannabis ever. The house that Bruce Linton built was an inspiration to Chad's worldwide, seen as a model for young batch of American MSOs to follow, and an indicator corporate cannabis was here to stay. But it was also a thorn in the side of rising legacy activist movements looking to preserve cannabis culture and expedite opportunities for the individuals and communities who'd suffered the brunt of generations under prohibition. 
Legal loopholes made way for a slew of American cannabis companies banned by the SEC from trading on domestic stock exchange due to federal illegality flocked to the Canadian equivalents because of FOMO. The area corporate uh, weed had arrived and Canopy Growth was its champion. Little did they know the party would soon be over. Similar to a seemingly unbeatable New England Patriots back in 2021 parting ways with peak Tom Brady, Canopy founder Bruce Linton would soon be abruptly ousted as CEO, leaving the industry's reigning corporate champs without a clear path forward. Can't really see how bad a storm is when you're in the eye of it. April 2019's corporate peak kicked off a painful four-year losing streak for cannabis stocks. Canopy growth market capitalization slumped from 2021's 25 billion Canadian, that's 19 billion in real money, uh, to less than 400 million Canadian or about 304 million U.S., leading to an expulsion from the S&P TSX composite index earlier this month. A few short years after boasting an all-time high of $57 per share, Canopy tumbled more than 1,000%, opening at an all-time low of 50 cents this morning, following benchmark analyst Mike Hickey's post-closing bell commentary yesterday, slashing his future stock price target on the firm to zero. Hickey questioned whether the company has any fight left in them to reduce cash burn and turnaround operations after dropping 78% this year alone amid a broader industry sell-off and little progress on federal legalization in the U.S. The analyst said Canopy's recent ex aggressive expansion into the U.S. market could be a signal of desperation given that the U.S. market remains federally illegal. And he has a point. The company uh, did not immediately respond to uh, a comment request on this one. Uh, but I just got to say, man, uh, this may be a sign of things to come in big corporate cannabis. We called it at the end of last year that um, there's going to be a lot of blood going on, a lot of blood flowing in the streets in the broader cannabis industry this year. And we're beginning to see giant after giant collapse. I never thought um, back in 2017, 2018, the canopy would ever collapse. But um, here we are. I'm Rico Lamid, the dopest dad on the street. Love to hear what everybody has to say about this one. Man, canopy growth is supposed to be the giant of all giants in cannabis. Man, is True Leaf going to eat their lunch? Is they going to eat canopy up? Is Kim Rivers going to be the new Canadian monarch? Ooh, I like that. I like that, huh? Right? Fly. Mm. Yeah, you, you got bars there, Jason. Just, just wondering, bro. Just wondering. You know, I have questions. Uh, I want to hear Gretchen's analysis. On is this anyone one. surprised? Is anyone surprised to hear that a Canadian company is, is failing? And you know, I don't think so. I think this is old news. I think the writing was on the wall, and um, you know, they couldn't they couldn't turn around their American assets to really do anything valuable. With them, so. You know, sayonara canopy. I think a lot of these big boys got out over their skis. Um, they got out over. Hold on, did you just use the word skis? Out over the. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What does that mean? Is that like is that like? It's a Canadian. It's a Canadian thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, 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 no. It's not. Hold on, hold on, Rico. Rico, hold on, hold on, Rico. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. She said skis. S K E E Z. I just want to make sure that that's noted. It's not S K I I S. Come on. She said S K E E Z. Somebody get. Okay. If somebody get Ali Muffins on the phone. I need All to hear right. more about this. All right, simmer down, simmer down. All right, they got too big for their britches. Can you handle that one? Uh huh. Or is yeah. that gonna set y'all into a fucking tailspin? All I right. just thought it was cute that you used a word from the Urban Dictionary, Gretchen. Oh my God, leave me alone. All right. So <laughs> the point is. Um, while I know you're not the biggest fan of the True Leaves, I do believe the True Leaf might be come out to be uh, the best positioned out of the MSOs to just... sustain okay. and keep going. I mean, so many of these folks, I think, Rico, how you love to call them too big to fail. No one in cannabis is too big to fail. I, the government, everyone is going to let these guys fail. That's not an yeah, issue. Yeah, we're not we're not bankers. They'll let wait, us wait, wait, you keep on bringing it. They are going to let them die. But the folks who are prepared you say that. I never said that. I never said that. You can't keep on saying oh that. God, you I say that every other day. But on the state level, 
a state level is not federal level. I never said federal. I said state level. Yes, I these on any people. level, they have no okay, problem letting us go down. Okay, any, regardless, okay, regardless, I think True Leave has a smaller, more scalable operation. They did not expand into a bunch of different states. They don't have the the overhead that some of these other boys have. Um, I think uh, shocker, a woman might be doing it best. Wait, wait, wait. Truly, it is in other states. It truly, is, but not truly, as yeah. many. That's my point. It's not as many. That, but that's like such a weird argument to make. Like that. Why? Just, what they, is wrong with being doing, the biggest and baddest in Because they in failed areas. in California. They failed here, right? They failed no, in No, they other know states. their role in down. medical states instead of trying to go wreck. Stop that, Gretchen. the value of being yeah, medical. That's, that's, that's propaganda Gretchen, right there. That's propaganda okay, right there. who wants to put up money on that Gretchen Gailey knows what the fuck she's talking about? You do, you do you do sometimes, but on this one you're totally wrong. Why am I totally wrong? You're totally when wrong. When we're seeing folks like Canopy fail, we see all these people who are pushing so hard into adult use states who can't sustain being in all these different states. It doesn't work yeah. with their supply chain. It doesn't work at all. Hey, but also, but also, Canada, Canada does not feel the need to intervene, and they let they let capitalism run its course. Okay. America does not. America does not. America would come in if if cannabis was federally legal. America would jump in and bail them out. Bless your heart. Did. I don't know what you're That's where what you're coming did. from whatsoever. America is a company. It's not a country. America is a company. That's true. That's true. America is a company. It is a company. It just is. Ever since the Fourteenth Amendment, America is a company. That's just facts. Nothing to say. Exactly. <laughs> Silence. Exactly. Crickets. I need a cricket. I wish my freaking road was working because I'd be playing crickets right now. I wish my audio was working. Oh, your you audio is working, Todd. There you go. On, yeah. The reason, there Todd. we go. <laughs> Todd. A soothing, velvety voice of reason. Yes. Well, the country is definitely a company for sure. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a company. <laughs> Um, <laughs> backlash day. All right, go back. Go back on mute, Todd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet. I bet. But, um, but, but, but Gretchen, like, why do you see uh, True Leave as you said? Um, I agree with you. We need more women in charge of things like this, especially large companies. But um, why do you think that True Leave will fare better in the U.S. market? I think because they have not overextended themselves. But but just are their, you serious? Simple, but just the simple nepotism is what launched them into success. So are we saying that they they owe three quarters of a three quarters of a billion dollars in IRS tax debt? Are you kidding me? Who else in this industry doesn't owe that much in tax debt? Are you kidding? Green me? thumb. Green I don't. Thumb. GTI. I don't. Yeah. GTI right, is the is one. the best is the best is the best position MSO in my opinion financially stable. Okay. Okay. Just. Notice there's not a. I, not I, think, a on that. I think this is a bad. I think it's a bad sign for corporate cannabis, all corporate cannabis altogether. And I keep on beating that drum, man. Big pharma, big tobacco, and big alcohol are poised to take over a lot of these companies. True. Sure. Sure. They're, they're the ones with the real money. They're the ones right. with the only real liquid capital left to to make moves. And who wouldn't want to be a part of one of their organizations? To be honest, on paper, I mean it's. That's, what that's was the, the game. deal with their yeah. uh, consolation deal? Nothing happened until this went legal, correct? With consolation, they got no money, nothing. Uh, yeah, consolation went out. Um, Altria though stayed in, and they are their investments are paying dividends for them, and they just doubled down. They said um, uh, the story that I covered, I think last month, they're investing five billion over the next two years. That's two times. Cure Leafs market capitalization, five billion over the next two years, just dipping their pinky toe into the industry. Mm-hmm. Ultra is no. Oh, I didn't say that. I said no. That's Alt- what I'm asking. I'm asking about this specific deal when Canopy made the deal with Constellation. They didn't get any sure. money out of the deal, correct? They, we I, get a. I think, uh, I think they did get. I think, I, I, th- I think they got some money. I think they got some money on this. Canopy. But think canopy, how could it happen when legalization happened? Hold on, I, I can only hear one person's talking. What are you saying, Gretchen? I'm saying the bulk of the deal, the real major payout, only happened when legalization came on. 
Um, uh, actually, actually, uh, Gretchen, you are partially right. That big payout okay. only comes when there's federal legalization in the United States, not in Canada, because there already right. was legalization in Canada. So they're banking on U.S. legalization. And Austria is with Kronos. Yes, yes, it was that's Kronos. correct. It, yep. Yeah, there's is. Uh, uh, yeah, they saw the big hit with the um, with the vape scandal when um, when Jewel went down and they lost all that money. They, um, yeah, so Altria lost fourteen billion dollars when uh, Jewel got kicked out of the American market, and then they're like, you know what? We're looking our wounds, but we're charging forward and five billion dollars going into the next two years uh it just says it says over here constellation brands is still bullish on uh canopy growth as of october 2022 <laughs> constellation brands look for them to crash as well well and didn't recently or am i thinking of this incorrectly didn't chronos recently just get rid of its u.s assets And they're just leaning what, into him. What 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 assets did Kronos have in the U in in, in, in the U.S. I, just I mean, with the various companies I think, that they I were think, part of with the U.S. because they were the same. They went to they were in Canada to be public. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're still a U.S. stuff. Well, well, but at the same time, they have all those companies do reverse mergers, so then that way they can actually be a Canadian company, yeah. even though even I, though that their uh their 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 basically their all their revenue is now basically considered Canadian revenue, even though it still sails in the U.S. If that makes sense, Gretchen, you are right. You are right. Uh, it says Kronos pulls the plug four weeks ago. Kronos pulls the plug on U.S. hemp CBD operations. They were trying to they were trying to operate in the U.S. as a CBD company, and they pulled the plug on it because they cannot fight the Delta Eight brand. <laughs> well, with brand names like Spinach and uh, and uh, Peace Naturals, I mean, you know, who would have thought they would have shut down their? That's that hot shit, man. That's that hot Spinach. You can't you can't fight the the Delta Eight on the streets, man. The, the gas station Delta Eight is, is 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 kicking Canada's ass right now. Mm -hmm. Right now. Oh yeah. Oh man, Amazing. this is such a hot button subject. Simone, right. Simone, Simone, you were saying something. Did you have anything to, Rico, to add on I, and this? And I'm sorry, I have one last question. I know I'm a pain in the ass. Uh, no, no, no. Rico, uh, does it say when can it, canopy's going under? Does it give a timeline? Uh, no, it just um, uh, they closed at a low of 68 at the closing bill yesterday and they opened this morning at 50 cents and the stock has not budged uh, at all. And all the analysts are calling for it to continue to tumble and many are echoing that it will go to zero. Is there any volume on that 50 cents? One second. Well, the financial analyst is hard at work right now. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is this is a screaming buy for Imbev, Anheuser Busch with their struggles with Bud Light right now should buy Canopy Growth. Mm -hmm. Straight up. All right. So, oh, they're down to forty nine cents now. Oh, oh, pennies. <laughs> it's already it's a downward spiral. It's all downhill from here. Oh, they're, yeah, they're down to three hundred seventy five and they, a half market. Can, can 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 these stocks go into the negative? No. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, they, they can, can go sub penny. You know, sub penny eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah inner day. Yes, and then they just but shut can't, it off. They can't be like negative a dollar sixty-five. No. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Just wanted to check. Just wanted to check. check I, I think maybe because it's uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I can't find the volume. Is they owe the shareholders a dollar sixty-five for per share? No. <laughs> <laughs> they owe the exchange. Oh man. Right. You, you hear the right. shareholders going. Can I get a dollar? Can I get a dollar? <laughs> get a dollar. No, <laughs> right, you right. know, Sean, Sean, Sean from Sean from from Weed for Warriors. He's selling uh, the balance sheet sucks. He says buy it out of bankruptcy because it will be cheaper, and because they are a Canadian company, they actually would be able to file for bankruptcy. So maybe that is a good tip. Yeah, maybe he's right. What, maybe that is what uh, <laughs> Anheuser Busch or maybe the pharmaceutical industry right. is looking towards. But their U.S. entity cannot. They opened up in in the U.S. this year. But they're still a Canadian-owned company, and I think that's what matters. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and hold on, but hold on, hold on. Hard in the U.S. thinking hold that on. federal legalization was coming. Hold on, hold on. But but how they went hard in the U.S. is all based around hemp, and that's considered legal 
under under the standards, so they actually could file for yeah. bankruptcy in the yeah. U.S. because they're not actually plant touching within the U.S. as far as hard THC products. And, and let's talk about the bankruptcy thing. Is it, it's really that if you own property, right, and you've like collateralized that into your situation, your business, then you cannot file for bankruptcy, right? But if you don't own assets, if there's no like real estate assets involved in your kind of portfolio, is that still impossible to do? I think that's another story for another day though. I would love to uh, bring some of my financial gurus on. Oh man, we maybe, maybe oh, we should. Uh, maybe we should do a special episode all about this and just yeah, deep dive, so. deep dive with some financial oh. analysts and the yeah, whole. all about all about doom and gloom. But this is, I, I think, I, like in closing, I know we we spent forever on this one, but I think this is major, major, major shockwave uh, going forward. We have not seen uh, the extent of the damage mm -hmm. from this. And I think it's just the beginning for corporate cannabis. We're going to see a lot, a lot, a lot of blood uh, on the second half of this year. So, Okay, one last um, question. One last question. Go for it, Gretchen. Keep it going. Are they the largest... In the yeah. U.S. technically? Canopy cannabis? Growth is the no. largest. I would say Canopy Growth is the largest cannabis company, <laughs> yeah. period. In the world. Globally. Yeah, Canopy still world. is uh, with their market cap just under $2 billion. There we go. Um, and Truly is a close uh, second. Telling you, Truly is going to be Canopy. True. <laughs> oh, False leave. False leave. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Tilray worth uh, $1.1 Hey, but at one at one that one month that that one to two month run that Tilray had, they were up like thirteen thousand percent in less than two months. Right, mm -hmm. that's where we are. That's why we are where we are now. We got a we got a commercial or something, man. You got a, Yeah, you know what? We're gonna. We're, you're, you're right. You're right, Rico. We're gonna go to a commercial. We're gonna be right back. The control tower from Highly Educated has perfected the dab. Utilizing the concept of thin film evaporation, you can waste none of it and taste all of it. The micro texture of the SE pillar increases nucleation at elevated temperatures and. With the tower propelling at 2,600 RPMs, it's certainly the most efficient dab experience to date. The Control Tower from Highly Educated. Boy, here we go. Are you serious right now? It's a commercial, man. Yeah, it sounds it? like a marketing word. You don't, you, you don't know what it's, a nuke is. First of all, you not, don't know it's what, a science word. It's, it's you, science don't, you don't know what a nuke is, Rico? <laughs> Jeez, Cannabis nucum. That's yeah. what nucleated means. Yeah. <laughs> totally nucleated, a, nu a nucleated, nucleated yes. Is, it's, 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 it's actually, in, in this term, it's referring to actually where um, the where the where the oil is vaporizing from. It's like that you know it's up, it's called theoretical plates um in distillation so when when you know this stuff vaporizes off of a thin film it's creating little little places within that um surface area that the oil is vaporizing from and they call that the nucleation site so that's um that's you know that's what that means. chemistry chemistry 101 with saman razani yeah. today at high nine news it's actually thermodynamic <laughs> oh thermodynamic huh hey, hey. There's Thank magic. You, there's magic involved in science. Resigning. I'm I'm confused now. There's therm there's thermodynamic magic involved in science. I just want to just make sure. No, thermodyn thermodynamics is just the physics of all of the all of the. Oh, I you thought know, you said thermodynamic magic. Okay. 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 I'm sorry. I asked Professor Rosani. Exactly. Hey, well, you, you, know, you, you know, you want to know? You better be ready for the answer. That's all I got to say, Rico. Yeah, you can take this offline. I love you. I like it. <laughs> all right, he's the industry's longest continuously operating retailer, known to many for smoking the best weed in the world. He's a tabletop stretch artist, but smoky vanilla, and creator of the word nucleate. Come to the stage, <laughs> Jason Beck. <laughs> Yeah, man. I'll tell you what. I got a funny, funny story today. Hope you guys enjoy it. But do you guys all remember? Do you guys remember Pizzagate? Do you remember that, Rico? Gretchen does. Gretchen, I'm sure Gretchen remembers Pizzagate. Move along. All right. Next. Well, slow down. Slow down, Gretchen. Whoa, ease up. Ease up. So today my story involves pizzas. That's right, because a fake Los Angeles pizza shop 
Turns out to be an illegal drug extraction lab, officials say. That's right. Officers exposed a Los Angeles pizzeria last week for producing illegal THC instead of Italian cuisine. A pizza shop next to the pet hospital in L.A.'s North Hollywood neighborhood turned out to be the illicit super lab, cooking up illegal, illegal THC concentrates, according to the Los Angeles Police Department. The lab extracted THC honey oil, which can explode, causing injuries, property damage, and occasionally death. LAPD commanding officer Liam L. Carranza said on Twitter's sharing photos of the facility. Oh, excuse me. It's Lillian L. Carranza sharing photos. Photos of the lab. And, 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 and Adam, if you can pull that photo and put it, put it behind me, that would be great of the tweet. I'm not sure if you can, but if you can, that'd be great. Photos of the lab shared by the officers shows what appeared to be a functioning brick and mortar kitchen with pizza boxes labeled in quotes, hot and fresh pizza to go. What doesn't appear to be in any of the photos is pizza. Instead, the photos show batches of THC honey oil among boxes placed on the cooling racks. In a tweet by Lillian Carranza at LAPD Carranza, she says, let's just say it's not pizza, exclamation point. Commander 70 David, show me show me code six with hashtag GND lab squad 7300 block of Radford at LAPD North Hollywood Division. Your lab squad working to dismantle and render an illicit super lab. Safe, op safe, operating in a business area next to a pet hospital, doing their part to keep the community safe. If you hear or, or if you hear or see or smell something, at LA Crime Stopper One at We Tip Inc. Reads the tweet. LAPD did not clarify whether they have arrested any suspects who worked on the laboratory, and USA Today has reached out to LAPD for comment, and in a quote, we have, we've heard of secret ingredients, but this takes the pie. It seems like criminals are getting more creative day by day, LAPD wrote on a, an Instagram post on Friday. Quote from Fox FAUX vending machines to pizza making trickery. We are all well aware of these sneaky things keeping our city safe one clever bust at a time. This super pizza lab won't be making any more deliveries. End quotation. The exposure follows LAPD announcing that one of the department's canines sniffed out illegal contents from a vending machine in Gardena, California, warehouse, and KTLA reported on June 16th uh, that Ventura County Sheriff's Office deputies served a search warrant uh, where their police dog led them to discover 15 pounds of heroin and a kilogram of fentanyl and an assault rifle and thousands of dollars in cash. Well, I'm not sure if that story is related, but it was all in the same news story, so I'm not... Not 100% sure on that part, but it doesn't sound like they found any fentanyl in the pizza parlor. So you cannot go to this pizza parlor and get fentanyl as a topping, but you can go and order some slabs because, uh, as everyone remembers, Saman Razani, if it don't shatter, it don't matter. It don't and matter. this is Jason Beck reporting for the High at Nine News. What do y'all think about this one today? Wow. Pronounce faux, F-A-U-X, meaning fake. <laughs> Not Jason doesn't have any. Jason doesn't have any foe anything. No yeah, foe. I don't. I, I don't no fo around. He doesn't know what foe is. I don't, I don't right? fo around. Okay. I don't. I don't even eat Vietnamese yeah, he, food. He watches. Fo, he keeps faux news on the, the TV every single day, mm -hmm. watching uh, his boy. And how it's spelled? F A U X. You would pronounce it in America. You would pronounce it Fox. F A U X. That's how it would sound. Maybe oh. in Trump's. You just like saying Fox, right? You just. You I didn't just say just Fox. Like I said Fox. <laughs> it's very different. You have to accentuate the. U. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to accentuate right, can the. We talk U. about. Can we talk about the real issue here? Is is we don't even know if this. We don't even know if this place was actually a pizza place, or they just had a bunch of slabs and pizza boxes, and the cops thought it was a pizza spot. I, I think you know, I, our cops. Are. I think I, I think I think from the outside they they did make it look like a pizza place. I think but didn't that's they say it definitely was fake? A hundred percent, it was fake. Yeah, it was like what do you mean? Yeah, they had a, a BHO machine in the back where the pizza ovens were exactly. supposed to go. Come on, they weren't. They, no, hold on, hold on. They had remember, remember <laughs> that guy in New York who was who was putting weed on the pizzas, and they were getting all upset about that. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. But that I guy did. was just an innovator. That they were just that guy was just not an innovator. Trying, he was they were just an idiot. Trying to stamp out the entrepreneur. That guy was an idiot, Simon. Not a not a not an innovator. <laughs> There's nothing innovative about putting cannabis on food. I'm sorry. That's not. It's not like it's something new. It's, it's, it's not innovative. It's novelty. I mean, in a place where every square inch has a pizza parlor, you know that you can get pizza. That guy was, I would say, pretty, uh, you know, out of the box. Mm-hmm. But um, what... out of the out of the pizza box, should I say? But no, look, the, they, these guys just had a shit ton of pizza boxes there but was the front like uh an actual pizza place where you, they had a sign up and they had ovens and it was a working pizza place i don't know i don't know about that i think they just had a shit ton of pizza boxes cops went in there it was like a probably a warehouse they probably you know who knows who hey knows? you know but, you know you know when you go out to a delivery a pizza delivery you know they have those red things that they keep the pizzas in to keep them warm yeah do you think when they yes, left they yeah. had those and they put the slabs in the pizza boxes and put those in <laughs> that, there to have they, it if they didn't like, if purge they didn't, fresh yeah. fresh out of the oven you know what i mean <laughs> maybe maybe the cop maybe the cops were just hungry you know they wanted they, they, they <laughs> yeah they oh, like yeah. stumbled upon it and they were like it smells too dank in here hold on hold on Simon. you're gonna you're, you're gonna love this Simon. johnny smash says in the chat he says is it brick oven purge shatter Oh, talk about talk about the off gassing process. That's some that's some artisanal shit right there. That's that's, that's, for sure. Prices are up on the brick oven first. That's at least that's at least an extra five dollars a gram on wholesale right there. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I wish BHO was five bucks a gram in general, but you know these guys were doing their thing. I mean. You know, LA I think that's is, uh, a, I think that's a LA great name. Of entrepreneurs. That's a great name for a cannabis brand. Uh, Simone, yeah. brick, brick oven, BHO. If these, you know, if, these guys, yeah. if these guys get out, maybe they can uh, they can partner up with the Stone Pizza, the Stone Pizzeria uh, oh, guys. Stone Pizza, Coast Coast to Coast connection. Oh, New York. I see what you LA did County. there, bro. I see what you did there. Uh, very, very you like clever. that? Very clever. Very clever, Rico. Very clever. You like that? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, did they have a stock uh, stock image of a uh, hemp leaf deep fried like every other, <laughs> no, <laughs> like they, every other uh, uh, cannabis food story? Adam, were you ever oh, able man. to get the the thing? Can you put it up behind me real quick? Here, look at this. Look at this. Look at this picture of this this LAPD officer or officeress because she's a female. It's Karen Bassa City. Just so you know, stop Jason. it, stop it, stop it. We haven't, it's not going to work, huh, Adam? I don't see it. Shout out to Karen Bass. Shout I, mean, out to Karen I don't Bass. see it. Chat, chat, chat. If you see, if you see a tweet behind me, uh, let, let, let us know because I'm, t- I, I don't see it on any feed. Oh, we don't see it. I don't see, don't see it, see it don't on see either. It. No one's, I, I don't well. see it on either. We'll survive. There, there, it, is. there it is. Now, now we see it, but it's all blurry. It's all blurry. But, but right, right up here, right above my head, you can see the officer who put out the tweet. That's her with the pizza box right behind the ovens. Oh yeah, look there she is. The right behind the ovens. Look at that in the pizza factory. It looks like a pizza kitchen to me. Look at all that dirt on the floor. Pizza factory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like BHO ovens. Yep, exactly. Oh, they, they definitely they definitely are. But you know they have them mm-hmm. above the floor at the mandatory uh, six uh, inch mark. So I right, completely safe. Keep a cute kudos to them for keeping safe and sanitary operations. Gives a whole new meaning to the phrase doughboy. <laughs> No, it's uh, you know, this is typical, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and they, they have a pretty, they're, 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 they were cranking it, <laughs> they yeah. were cranking it out. So, yeah, literally, sure. literally, we're gonna, you know, we're, we're, we're gonna, we're, Adam, we got another commercial. Yeah, we're gonna go to a commercial. We're gonna be right back. Keeping up to date on the evolving policies of relevant state, local, and federal governments is key to success. When the future of your business is at stake, you need representation as dedicated as you are. With a maze of laws and regulations surrounding cannabis, hemp, and psychedelics, knowing where to begin can be a challenge. Good thing the law offices of Omar Figueroa features a skilled, highly focused team ready to guide you through it all. They're accepting new clients in California and New York. So make sure you check them out at info at omarfigueroa.com. All 
Oh, yeah, coming up next. That's right. It's Gretchen Gailey. She apparently loves pineapples and collects pineapples. So if you're out there enjoying this video, make sure you send Gretchen some pineapples and maybe even get her dog some plush pineapple toys. That's right. She's the founder of Pineapple Panoptic Strategies and her very own Washington Insider. That's Gretchen Gailey. And just for clarification, I don't collect the actual fruit so please don't send me fruit what if it's like, from hawaii what if it's from hawaii i, I don't care don't want it i, do. I want oh. they're like little oh. statues be in hawaii, like be in hawaii all it's weekend i was gonna send like you a crazy old lady with like cat with statues i got pineapple statues very Are, uh, do people send you pineapples yes, wow I was gonna send you some fresh uh, nice. pineapple from uh, Hawaii. Rico, pineapple Rico. upside down. Rico, Rico, pineapple send, upside down. Send I make an excellent pineapple upside down cake. We'll, we'll we'll believe it when we send you some pineapples from Hawaii fresh. Well, you like I'll send you this weekend when I'm in Hawaii. I'm gonna send you some pineapples All and I'll right. fly out to we'll do a taste test. Mm -hmm. Send me a pineapple. Let's do this. What the mm -hmm. hey? All right. Let's go. My headline comes from Marijuana Moment. Maryland marijuana legalization takes effect this weekend. With sales set to launch as governor recommits to equity goals. Mar Maryland's marijuana legalization law officially takes effect on Saturday. With simple possession and personal cultivation set to become legal as the majority of existing medical cannabis dispensaries prepare to open their doors to adult consumers for the first time. Meanwhile, ahead of the launch, the governor is reaffirming his commitment to fostering an industry that puts equity first. Nearly 100 dispensaries have been approved by state regulators to convert to dual licenses that will be able to serve patients and adult consumers over the age of 21 alike. They will be authorized to sell to both groups starting July 1, when legalization takes effect under a ballot measure approved by voters last year. Lawmakers have worked expediently to ensure that the industry infrastructure is in place in tandem with the legalization of simple possession and home cultivation. Governor Westmore signed legislation last month to establish a regulatory framework for cannabis sales to achieve that goal. At a Cannabis Regulators Association conference in Maryland on Monday, Moore said that historically, cannabis policy has been used as a cudgel to oppress, jail, and discriminate against our fellow citizens. Especially people of color and the war on drugs didn't just fail, it made us weaker as a nation. But now we are writing a new chapter in the story of cannabis in America a chapter focused on equity and economic growth. It's time we moved away from this false choice that says we must pick an economy that is equitable or an economy that is growing. We can and we will do both. In addition to the 94 medical cannabis dispensaries that have been approved for adult use sales so far, the Maryland Cannabis Administration announced earlier this month that it approved 38 cultivators and manufacturers to supply the new market. In order to operate on or after July 1st, 2023, an existing medical cannabis licensee or pre-approved entity must pay the conversion fee and convert their license to a standard medical and adult use license. Standard cannabis licenses will be valid for five years and will authorize a licensee to grow, possess, or dispense both adult use and medical cannabis. Licensees who choose not to convert may continue to hold their license for resale, but may not operate under the license beginning July 1st, 2023. Last month, the MCA released a first batch of rules for the industry to the Joint Committee on Administrative, Executive, and Legislative Review. A key step to stand up the industry before legalization is officially implemented this weekend. The 41-page rule sets definitions, codifies personal possession limits, lays out responsibilities for regulators, explains licensing protocol, including for social equity applicants, clarifies enforcement authorities and penalties, and outlines packaging and labeling requirements. Meanwhile, earlier this month, the State Department of Commerce started accepting applications for grants to help existing medical marijuana businesses convert into dual licenses that can serve the adult-use market. Under the referendum, the voters approved in November legalization of possession of up to one and a half ounces of cannabis takes effect on Saturday, with an additional removal of criminal penalties for possession of up to two and a half ounces. Adults 21 and older will also be allowed to grow up to two plants for personal use and gift cannabis without remuneration. Meanwhile, the relatively quick timeline for the launch of commercial sales has put pressure on the state official to enact the regulations that have come together over recent weeks. Maryland residents, like the majority of Americans, prefer a policy of cannabis legalization 
and regulation, and they are rightly moving away from the failed policies of criminalization and stigmatization. And that comes from the normal Deputy Director Paul Armentano, uh, who said that in a blog last week. I am looking forward to Maryland coming online. I don't live in Maryland, but I see it as a key part of the Mid-Atlantic and to helping this wonderful industry flourish. This Gretchen for Hyatt 9 News. How long do you think it's going to take before everything's up and running? It is up and running. I don't think it's going to take any time at all. These are all medical dispensaries that are transitioning. So it sounded as if it said uh, there are 38 new licenses in addition yeah, to so, the ones they already have. So all they have to do is just change tags, just like in Colorado, just like anywhere right. else medical. Just like, like New York's about you know? to do? But, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, that's just like, that's that's <laughs> like the whole stupidity of it all, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's, come on, like, it's it's just. It's all the it, same. Just, it's just start, let's start with the adult use. Um, and then, you know, allow medical patients just like here to maybe, you know, uh, allow them to purchase tax free uh, because their medical condition and give them the exemption. I think that's always, you know, the, I, in my mind, that's always the most common sense thing to do. But you know, we know how bureaucracy is. Yeah, right, right after right after I just renewed both of my licenses, my medical and recreational one, they passed legislation that uh, you don't need a medical and recreational license. So, so how, how much did they get you for it, Todd? Like eight thousand dollars. Eight thousand dollars. Wow. Eight thousand. Good job. I, I, I got a que- I got a question for y'all, and um, I know Jason, you are a uh, a big opposer to the term "quote unquote" high potency cannabis. Um, do you stupid. think that we are going to be headed into a two tier uh, um, 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 legislation on a federal level that where we're going to have cannabis to a certain level of THC in it that's available over the counter. And then we're going to have high potency stuff that you need a prescription for. We already do have that system, Rico. If you look at hemp, because cannabis is all the same plant. So we technically do have that because anything over 0.3 or did they make it point uh, one full point or whatever? Well, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, and what I'm telling you is, and what I'm saying is that we already have that situation. We already have that, where you can I mean, go yeah, in. In theory, we, we, that, that already yeah, exists. That already exists. That already exists. I'm talking about. Right, I'm talking about set set in stone, like in like in, in the it near is, future. It is, it is or are we going to see like like maybe like something up to thirty percent is available at recreational or adult use dispensaries? Well, You're going to have to go know, to a pharmacy to get actual uh, extracts. Is that we what we're going to see? Road, if, if, Rico, if we go to schedule would, three, that's a possibility. If we go down that road. Okay. I think you would see considered high potency THC a lot lower than thirty percent. I think the feds are going to clarify it, like maybe ten percent. Anything above that's high potency because they just don't get it. I mean, they've never gotten it, and we don't have enough people with enough sense at higher levels to influence these people into actually getting it and putting the right things and into uh, into law. Well, so no. I, what, what you what you really what, what you really have out there is you have a bunch of people that have pre existing agendas that don't align with what the average yeah. average consumer uh, would want, and they are totally focused on capturing market share and regulatory mm-hmm. capture and all of this, and keeping prices artificially high for patients and consumers in a protectionist market space. And that is the people that are talking in Washington D.C. and trying to get things passed, and that is their agenda. Well, I have a question for you all, a back to Maryland, um, which I found interesting. And what this story said is that licensees who choose not to convert may continue to hold their license for resale, but may not operate under the license beginning July 1. So are they saying if you're a medical dispensary and you don't want to go adult use, you guys should over. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Can, can you, can you, can you repeat that? Because it's I, ridiculous. I, I, I missed. They're the, kicking the nuts to all medical. Hold on, hold on. Let, let me hear Gretchen. Let me hear Gretchen. Start over, Gretchen, please. Licenses who choose not to convert may continue to hold their license for resale, but may not operate under the license beginning July one. Beginning, they cannot operate under under their. So you're basically saying that by default, their license expires on July one unless That's they right. convert to adult use. You can have it to resell it to somebody it. else, right. but unless you're going to be a medical, if you aren't going to convert to adult use, then 
I don't think I don't think that I don't think that applies to retails. I think that is that is meant uh, more for for producers. How how that's worded to me, Gretchen. That, 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 that would deal with manufacturers and cultivators, in my opinion. Why? Um, because Sounds like in the world are you getting that it's about processors? Yeah. Or oh, because because what you said is is that they can hold their their things for resale. Okay. Let me show you the. Let me give you the sentence before it. Okay. Standard so cannabis licenses will be valid for five years and will authorize a licensee to grow, process, or dispense both adult use and medical cannabis. Licenses who choose not to convert may continue to hold their license for resale, but may not operate past July 1st. Exactly. To me, okay. that says no. that if you are not willing to stay medical, nope. they're going to shut you down. Nope, nope, nope. That is not what that says. That is not what I'm going to tell you what this actually says. So what they're saying, <laughs> okay, what they're saying is that is that basically in Maryland, you're allowed to be vertically integrated. So you're allowed to manufacture and allowed to cultivate. And they're saying that if you do not choose to transition into the adult use marketplace, Mm-hmm. Then you then at that point, you are only allowed to be a retail store. You are not allowed to cultivate or manufacture anymore as of that July 1st deadline. That's what that means. I don't Forest know you're your assessment, but you're welcome. Right. You're welcome, Gretchen. Just spitting facts I, I and truth for you. I think it's pretty may not operate. I think that means cease to exist. May not, and if that's may, true, may, not op, may not operate, but it says that it says that you can continue to to resale which means that you would only be able to sell adult use products to the general no i think it means you're going to resell your license you you're not going to re- no, sell your license no it doesn't no 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 i don't i'm not buying that one not buying all right that. i'm i'm digging into this i'm calling some folks around all right you dig in you yeah. get your shovel you get your pickaxe but dig in. Me, yeah, I, I think that might be an interesting pathway for states like good old california and others who haven't been able to get the adult use to come online in certain communities. Gretchen, to, to entertain us, can you please make that another $100 bet? Sure, what the hell? It's not like Jason's ever going to pay me, so. <laughs> Stop it. We have Stop it. we have digital proof. Are you willing these- to take the bet, Jason? What, back, let's, right, let's, let's, let, let's define the bet. That I am saying if they are no, lo- they are no longer allowed to operate as a medical dispensary unless they switch over to adult use. That's what I'm saying. No, no, that, that that can't be what you're saying. That's exactly because, what I'm saying. No, because you're because you're already agreeing with me because I that's exactly what I said. As, as I said, I said that 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 the point at the if they if they choose to not renew their license, they will only be able to operate as a dispensary. They will not be able to cultivate nor manufacture products anymore. They will only be able to resell the uh, finished CPG goods. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if you do not go. From medical to adult use, mm-hmm. you will cease with, to exist. Right. With all licenses. Yes. Ce- cease to exist with all licenses. Yeah. I'll take a $100 bet on that. All right. Thank God. Next. Why not? <laughs> what the heck? We, we, we had a commercial. We had halftime. Adam, like we had, Adam, I think we need to start making like, an Excel sheet with all of these. I would like these noted down. On the days that the bets are made, so we can have the proof to go back to Jason Beck instead of us having to rewind the tape every time. Hold on, hold on, Adam. Are you coming in? Are you chiming in, Adam? Adam, I, I, oh, I mean, on, this, Adam. this is possible. We can do this. This is possible. Yeah, June twenty seventh, another yes. bet made. Mm-hmm. All right, Maryland, we, Gretchen's we, right. Try another hundred bucks in Jason's pocket. How do you feel about this, Jason? We we need to have we, yeah we need to have a file with all the links. Just like I quickly going to the all the absurd shit that Jason says, just uh-huh. so we can bring it up. Well, then if that's the case, we have servers to hold all that. Is that yeah. if that's we case. need we need live fact checkers. There's plenty of people just got laid off from CNN. We're gonna have, get them all. We're gonna have <laughs> way more. Up. We're gonna have way more. Way more sound bites of Gretchen saying, "I hate to agree with Jason, but Jason's right." That's gonna be the that's biggest soundbite from this short, entire show. Very short. <laughs> It's the longest sound well, it's, it's, ever. Let's keep it rocking here. Do we, have, do we have any ads left? Um, you know, you know, we're, we're just we're, we're real short on time. Let's go. Let's go into Todd. Go. We'll roll into Simon. Let's do it. This golden voiced Las Vegas based dope granddaddy is the co-founder of the Smuggleverse and president and founder of Digipath Labs, a thirty year media producer, director, and editor. And he also did thirteen years of C suite cannabis executive justice. Coming to the stage, Todd Dengan. And the crowd goes wild. Thank you, Rico. Uh, My story from High Times. Um, The Senate committee approves a bill allowing the VA to recommend pot to veterans in legal states. 
Veterans' demands are finally being answered with the passing of an amendment dedicated to the access of medical cannabis. The Senate Appropriations Committee approved a spending bill last Thursday that includes an amendment allowing the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs doctors to recommend medical cannabis for their patients in legal states. It will now move forward as part of the approved legislation that funds the VA for the 2024 fiscal year. The amendment, which passed via a voice vote, was sponsored by Senator Jeff Merkley, a Democrat from Oregon. It will lead to the same results desired in a standalone bill refiled in the House with bipartisan backing by Representative Earl Blumauer, another Democrat from Oregon. And Florida Republican Representative Brian Mast, who lost both legs while serving in the Army in Afghanistan. Collectively, they are the co-chairs of the Congressional Cannabis Caucus. More recent measure that just passed in the Senate Appropriations Committee simply says in states that have a medical cannabis program that a veteran's doctor can walk to their veteran patient, they can talk to their, their veteran patient about the pros and cons of medical cannabis and fill out the proper paperwork should a veteran decide to participate in a state program where such paperwork is required, Merkley said. The amendment yields the same outcome as the Veterans Equal Acts Act, uh, the Equal Access Act, which has not been implemented despite passing in committees and clearing for floor approval multiple times with bipartisan, not to mention veteran support. In December of 2022, a coalition of more than 20 veteran service organizations wrote a letter to the congressional leaders that just about had to beg lawmakers to pass a cannabis and veterans research bill before the end of the previous Congress session. The letter reads, quote, For decades, many veterans have called for medical cannabis as an option for treating the unseen wounds of war and other injuries sustained through service. Veterans and caregivers have consistently communicated their anecdotal experiences regarding how cannabis offers effective treatment in tackling some of the most pressing health concerns they face upon returning from war. Given what vets give for this country, the Americans now say that cannabis is safer than alcohol and cigarettes. It is a very fair ask. No such legislation passed in time. However, thanks to the approval of the latest spending bill, vets can now talk to their doctors about medical cannabis. Research continues to show the valuable role cannabis can play in treating PTSD, depression, anxiety, and many other conditions that unfortunately are all too familiar among vets. Last year, a study published in the Journal of uh, Neuropharmacology by researchers from Wayne State University showed evidence that low doses of THC help treat adults with PTSD. While there is plenty of previous research on cannabis and trauma, this was the first to explore how cannabis THC affects the corticolimbic brain activation. Additionally, for those vets with injuries for or chronic pain, Cannabis offers a safe and harm reduction path to treating such pain and allows many vets to opt out of opiates. According to um, uh, the letter, it also says, We remain committed to the VA's goals of c conducting research into the efficacy of medicinal cannabis as a treatment for veterans with chronic pain, PTSD, and traumatic uh, brain injuries. However, as a Schedule One drug under the Food Administration, research into the efficacy of cannabis has been stagnant, cumbersome, and convoluted with red tape. Federal research into cannabis faces many bureaucratic hurdles that hinder researchers. In related news, Representative Marionette Miller Meeks, I just love her name, Marionette Miller Meeks, a Republican from Iowa, filed different legislation in May that would promote research for treating conditions such as PTSD and chronic pain with the VA, and that's just one of the many bills currently making its way through Congress. In April, bipartisan House representatives and senators also refiled bills to legalize medical marijuana for military veterans. If made into law, it would allow veterans to legally possess and use cannabis on a federal level, but following state law as recommended by their doctor. I'm Todd Daggett with T with Hyatt 9 News, and uh, I think it's about time, uh, quite honestly, that... Uh, VA has gotten their shit together and allows veterans to use cannabis. Oh man, this is this. this I I feel like this sounds like great news, but I feel like I feel like I'm about to get the rug pulled out from under me. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah. it's not really good as good as it sounds. In the house for this one, but yeah. but I will. I 
This uh, is this is uh, just another Biden pardon. Oh man, um, we do want to thank. Hold on, Leah Patrick with a super chat with an American flag, a big old American flag in that super chat. Thank you, Leah. <laughs> oh yeah, support our vets. Yeah. That's right, America. 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 That's right. And I will say. So Brian, you think you think this is this is just a, a bunch of lip service, Gretchen? That's what you're saying. One hundred percent. I, I, I think only because it's very often lip service or because of the story specifically uh, because it is lip service. I mean, it, this is not a new thing. Veterans can talk to their doctors. Can they actually recommend? No. However, I mean, this is just another bunch of bullshit to pretend that they have passed something to benefit of vets. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, it's really saying that they're they're not going to punish anybody in legal states. Yeah. Yeah. Or but how many are really punished currently? Well, I don't know well, the answer in, to that. In, 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 all, in all honesty, they haven't had they haven't not. had anyone to punish Gretchen because they haven't allowed the VA doctors to talk with their vets about. That's this. right. So that's all that no, this that, bill is I, doing. That's absolutely incorrect. And I wish Sean Kiernan was here to back me up. So do I. Yes, they can talk. Mm-hmm. Talking is allowed. They can talk, but I think it's about also like. I think those hospitals and, are afraid of not getting the money from the federal government if they're starting to like you know talk and of course they know, are. apply these apply this uh, you know this new psych you know psychology and philosophy to like their their practice. I think that's more of their concern. I think that's what's uh, you know deterring them in certain states from even addressing this. And you know, I mean, I'm sure that some people talk to the doctor. I'm sure that others are afraid to. And I think that's a big you know it's a big problem. Yeah, they're all afraid of losing their benefits, and when they bring up pot, you know, suddenly they risk losing all of their VA benefits. I never yeah. thought I'd say this, but where's Sean Kiernan hold when on, I need Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sean's in the chat. He's saying it's not true. He's, he's screaming into the digital void that is our comment section. Yeah, he says, he says, he says, stop, you guys. No clue what any of you are talking about. He's saying, no, no, no. How do I get on? He knows how to get on. He knows how to get on 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 here if he wants if he wants to try to pop on. Like, Sean Kieran is going to pop telling, in like telling the, you, like DiBiase in backstage at WrestleMania. I think he's about. To, oh no, uh, Sean Kieran, come to the stage. Tables, ladders, and chairs match. I think he's about to pull up to your house, Todd, and give you a body slam in the hot tub. Nice. nice. <laughs> I could use a little dip oh, in the uh, hot tub. Yeah. A little, oh, little desert dip. You know that that, that was fun. We're gonna, we're, 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 gonna, we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep it moving if he comes, if, if, if if Sean figures out a way to get on here, uh, we we don't may... call me and I can uh, I could probably patch him in. No, I mean I Sean, Sean 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 knows how to get on a Discord. Sean, Sean has came onto this platform before. He knows how to do it. He's just he's just playing dumb right now. Um, but nonetheless, we're gonna is he, is he playing? Is he really playing? Well, you know, I'm gonna let you be. The, I'm gonna let the pe- people be the decide the decider in that. You know what I mean? Uh, but. I am going. We're going to go next to Saman Razani. Going to land this plane for us. He is the plant formulation specialist, product formulator, who reminds women over fifty how to say hello again. That's right. It is Mr. Saman Razani. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, people. Happy Tuesday. All right. I'll get into this quickly. This is actually a, a story near and dear to. You know, our host's heart here. This is uh, talking about Jason Beck's hometown, Pittsburgh, California, and just the East Bay, the grimy. So Antioch, California. Uh, this this is, by the way, this is from Fox KTVU uh, 2. This is uh, from the Bay Area. State Cannabis Control Department processing evidence in massive Contra Costa County raid. Antioch, California, California's Department of Cannabis Control is processing evidence from a massive crackdown on illegal cannabis operations in Contra Costa County. The state task force led raids in 20 indoor growing operations in the East Bay. Investigators say that they seized more than 17,000 illegal cannabis plants worth some 15 worth some 15 million dollars. The state task force led operations were in indoor Manioc, Brentwood, Discovery Bay, and Pittsburgh, California. Many of the operations were stealing electricity and water. Hey, there's some feedback. Yeah, there's a lot. Hold on, hold on, Simon. Hold on, hold on, Simon. We have we have Sean Kernan. Sean, he just popped on. He just popped in. Sean, you 
You all right? Rico, mute yourself for a second. He calls into the radio show and has the radio show on in the background. Yeah, everyone mute themselves real quick. Saman, proceed. All right, we're almost done. We're almost done. Yeah. We're almost done. Hurry up, hurry up. They seized firearms during the June 20 raid. Many of the operations were stealing electricity and water. So far, the task force has made no arrests, but several locations were red tagged for safety and code violations. And they break down like where they uh, where they raided. There was the most were in Pittsburgh, Jason. Ten raids in Pittsburgh, and these were like homes, not uh, commercial buildings. Maybe some of them commercial buildings, but uh, that's my story. That's Simone Rosario reporting for High Nine News, Northern California on the raid game. What do y'all think? I mean, none of this surprises me. I mean, Pittsburgh is trap city. Antioch is trap city. Not none of this is is any type of any surprise that this is going on in homes all throughout Contra Costa County. Zero surprise here. The Bay don't play. Mm-hmm. What I am surprised. But to we see, got Sean Kiernan. But we got Sean Kiernan. What, what I am surprised to see, though, Simon, is I'm actually surprised to see actual enforcement going on. So we, <laughs> so we should, we shall. What do you see. mean they got all the tax dollars to to go enforce? No, 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 they don't. No, they don't. Stop. Oh, really? I'm surprised Stop. to see uh, Jason Beck being scared of Sean Kiernan getting up to tell him he's wrong. I'm not. I'm not. And he's not telling me that I'm wrong. He's t- about to tell Todd he's wrong. But we're going to let Sean oh. Sean proceed. And <laughs> Bring it, Sean, Sean. Sean, what do you have to say the about Todd's voice. story? Yes. I mean, I'm so tired of correcting Todd. You've got to unmute yourself now. i got to unmute myself. Okay. No, we, hear you. we hear you. We hear you, Sean. Todd doesn't know what he's talking about once again. Since 2015, I've been telling Todd the tax regulatory model is a disaster. Since 2016, I've been telling him he's wrong about almost everything he believes, and I've been right. So let me tell him again, once again, why Todd is wrong. Okay, first of all, Conant versus Water in 2010, a legal case decided by the United States Court of Appeals of the Ninth Circuit, affirmed the right of physicians to speak about and recommend medical marijuana. Marijuana. The ruling set precedent protecting doctors, patients, and state medical marijuana programs in the 10 states of the Ninth Circuit. The government appealed the, the government case, appealed. but the Supreme Court declined to take the appeal in a brief noted dated October 14, 2003. That is the president's doctors have free speech. They can talk to their uh, patients about anything they damn well please, and it's law. Second, the uh, Veterans I'm happy about Marijuana that. Act. Hold on introduced last year and passed in December, um, Grassley-Feinstein, Title III, says it shall not be a violation of the Controlled Substance Act for a state-licensed physician to discuss the currently known potential harms and benefits of marijuana and marijuana derivatives, including cannabidiol, as a treatment with the patient or the legal guardian of the patient of the physician if the patient is a legal adult or with the legal guardian of the patient as a child. You have the state... Uh, you have the Ninth Circuit as the president of the land saying doctors can talk to him. You have Grass, uh, uh, Grassley-Feinstein, Title Three specifically says it's not a violation of the Controlled Substance Act and they can talk to him. So where the hell do we keep getting this? The vets, you know, the, the VA can't, doctors can't talk to the vets. They absolutely can. They absolutely do. Some like it, some don't. Veterans are not getting patients. They are not uh, uh, punished. They are not losing benefits at all for using cannabis. The only thing that changes if you use cannabis, they will assign cannabis use disorder. And that prevents if you want to use uh, opiates or another addictive medicine because they classify you as an addict. So anything like ADD meds, opiates are very hard to come by because they don't, you know, if you're using cannabis, you can use cannabis. You can't use the addictive meds. They will change your treatment. That is it. End of story. All this is a continuation of Washington, D.C., pushing for something that doesn't need to be done to make it act like they're doing something. And the press continuing to gobble it up because we don't have a press. We have a joke of a fourth estate and we're not doing our veterans any favors and we're not doing the cannabis community any favors by continually pushing and celebrating this nonsense pushed by our congressional, you know, overlords. End of story. So, you know, I'm happy that I was wrong there, and I'm happy that the veterans are not getting in trouble, and I'm happy that uh, they can all smoke weed and be comfortable doing it. Well, let me Uh, tell you why they can't all smoke weed comfortably. Because we got a disaster of a legal policy put together by a few pseudo-geniuses who thought they were going to tax and regulate 
like Adam Berman said to Jim Cramer in 2016. And Jim Cramer said, why should I buy Canvas stocks? They're expensive and they're not making much money. And, and Adam Berman in his infinite wisdom said, well, Jim, because we live in the most strict zoning requirement and limited licensing model known to mankind. These idiots thought they were gonna be given an oligarchy and it was gonna work. They didn't count on the black market. I'm gonna say black market. If you don't like it, I don't give a shit as their competitor. This thing is a fucking disaster and I'll use that word. And everyone here is jerking themselves off because they're not talking about the reality of what's going on. Is a jerk off related? Is that cousins with a jag off, Gretchen? No. Oh, okay. I think it's a brother. It's a I mean, brother they, 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 they both, they both way, have. I would like to thank They both Tom have the same last name. Reconfirming what we already knew. Mm-hmm. I was right. So, so let me ask you, Sean. Is it is it legal now for <laughs> veterans who smoke weed in states that have legal weed? Veterans are smoking in all fifty states. It's not affecting their VA benefits. How about that? Okay, great. Veterans have access issue. They have an access to legal cannabis issue because sure. of the cost sure. and location, especially in places like California, where 60% of the state has no access. So they go to the legal market, which is worse because now the legal market is diverting their poisonous meds that aren't passing their pesticide tests. And guess who gets to suck that down? Veterans. God bless America and the cannabis community who's doing a rear-end job on the veteran community and the patient community in hopes of seeking their riches. They're never going to seek because it is a broken model. Sean, Sean, where's where's Bowser? Bowser's outside. No, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love Bowser. Yeah. Oh, we, actually, here, here he is. Yeah, where Here's he Bowser. is? Where's hey, Bowser? Bowser. Oh yeah, there hey, he is. Oh hey, buddy. yeah, there's Bowser right there. Oh Beautiful yeah, dog, Bowser the Mastiff. Hey, hey Todd, I think we should do Bowser pool parties in in Vegas. You can be useful in that. Oh, oh God, here thanks. we go. Appreciate here that. We go. Maybe Bowser should come over and meet the dude. Oh man, we can do that. That sounds like a whole other. Are you gonna ever beat me in poker and win your money back? Hold on, Sean. Sean wow, Sean. are you ever gonna show up again? Oh, oh man. <laughs> you took the money and ran. Uh-huh. You know, just well, stop wait, showing up. I can take the money and and, fe- and not feel bad. I got gotcha. you. Gotcha. All right, all right, you guys. I don't know, Sean. I got nothing but love for you, bro, and I, I feel all this hatred. Oh, man, there's no... It's like a brother. When you say something wrong, it makes me more mad than if it's just some random person. Because you know... Oh, I was, I was reading an article that I thought was valid, but I thank you for clearing that up for me. There's about... You know what percentage of articles in the press are valid? It's mostly just propaganda puff pieces to fill lines because they don't actually pay writers. They don't pay editors anymore. It's just a marketing gimmick, and you know that, and we know that. Mm-hmm. We got serious problems in this country because we have literally let the idiots... The trust fund kids, the rich people run amok, and they have no clue what the rest of America goes through. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. And a man with the velvet voice, I need you to have that velvet head. I love you. Sean, thank you so much for the veteran's perspective today, Sean. And Gretchen, Gretchen, are you going to sign us out today, Gretchen? If you want me to, I'll sign us out with what we already knew. Gretchen is always right. Jason, pay up. <laughs> you don't want to give a real. You don't want to give a give a real sign out, huh? What do you want me to say? Oh, Happy you, Pineapple Day! Happy what Pineapple Day! This is the, you know we got a whole little script. Don't send on. pineapples. Oh my God! We're you don't want to. You don't want to thank over. everybody. Happy Pineapple Day! Move along. Thank you for attending. Uh, thank you for understanding. Gretchen's always right. You want the real news? Come to Gretchen. Uh-huh. I bet. I bet. Uh-huh.